You are now listening to Cyber Time Bite, hosted by me, Stephen Clark. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey there, everybody. It's your boy, Steve. Once again, we're Cyber Time Bite, episode 131. It's going to be 2021 by the time you guys hear this, and you guys are going to be like, like, like 2020 was a terrible year. We had, we were locked in our houses for so long and all that stuff. The vaccine probably won't be out by the time this gets uploaded. I mean, like, would not be well enough out for us to be back to normal life by the time this comes out, but, you know, it is what it is right now. Um... But today, I am joined, once again, for the third time on my podcast, with someone who I, I've i gained to really like on here, and I hope you guys too, did too. Um, today, I am back, once again, for the third time, with the DVD Freak. <laughs> hey, what's up? Now, if you guys remember from the first time I had him on, he was still living in his parents' basement. And then the second time, he 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 just moved into his new place. Third time in, now he is just in his new place, and he's been in there for almost a few years now. So now he can kind of get it, you know what I'm saying? I thought you were going to say I was six feet under. <laughs> no. Dead. No. <laughs> Corona got me. <laughs> No, no, why would I? Why would I do all this leave and say that you're on here? And uh, uh, well, the joke was being set up, right? <laughs> oh God! Uh, yeah. So hi. So how you been? <laughs> oh man. I mean, as good as I can be, I guess. Am I ever really great? Not really. But we're uh, we're living life and just chilling. Yeah, just chilling. You know, fun. You know, funny enough, you never had your girlfriend ever come on here just to say hi to the fans or whatever like that never has happened is she like a shy person or something <laughs> yeah she's like me she's very antisocial. she's been on my live streams i think there's two live streams where we both got really drunk and we did a q a i think one of those is up i think the second one was just too bad to keep up but yeah the first one's still up if you want to see her and she's um she's been in a few random videos from time to time yeah it's a no, I mean like the here's the point. Here's the things about a DVD DVD freak video that you guys probably don't know that you guys haven't heard, but I did. One, since the sounds in the background, like dishes cleaning around, the air conditioning going on and off. And... Oh fuck! <laughs> I, I was hoping that wasn't. Damn it! <laughs> and and cre- and creaks on the floorboards. <laughs> oh man, that sucks. I was hoping. See, people lie to me because I'm like, "Oh, do you guys hear anything?" They're like, "Nope." Well, I... like on on my other podcast, cheap plug, Pro Wrestle Zone podcast, go check it out. But um, yeah, I'm always like, "Hey, do you guys hear that in the background?" They're like, "Nope." Well, I guess they're all liars. Well, no, I mean, like, I, I don't know if it's just me just be like, "Oh, it," no, because no, the the reason I see I point those out is because when I'm sitting here in my house. With my headphones on, watching your video and your and like your random noises, like your girlfriend doing stuff in the background or your air conditioning going off, I, I got I got to double check myself. I got to like look in my real in my real house compared to the video and make sure that wasn't going on out 
not in the video or in my house. <laughs> Dude, there's there's been times where I have to go out there. I'm like, can you like stop? Like, she knows when I film, and she's like, oh, I didn't think I was being that loud. I'm like, yeah, you are. Like, oh my god, oh man, it's already hard not to swear. I'm really refraining right now. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. But no, I mean, like, did. Did your DVD room... Oh, we'll get to the podcast in a minute, but did your DVD room get smaller since you moved out? What do you mean? Like, uh, like the like the basement to where I have it now? Yeah, like, 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 where, like where the collection is right now. Is it, it gets smaller? Oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> like 30 times smaller because we had a finished basement where I lived before. And right now I have a two-bedroom place and we'll use the spare bedroom Cause she has, she works from home, so she has an office set up, mm-hmm. like right in front of where I film. Like literally, it's I have half the half the room, and she has half the room. So like where I put the tripod is literally like right where her computer is, her whole computer setup. Um, I actually like my setup now more because before I just had it lined up on the wall. I don't really like that, uh, but I kind of had to make do. Whereas now I have it in the corner. So I just think it makes for a better background. So I like my setup now. And I'm more of a... I'd rather have a smaller space than a bigger space. I'm the opposite of claustrophobic. I don't like space. Yeah, but... Yeah, but... I mean, but why? I mean, like, it'd be your own home. And you... I'm pretty sure if you if you don't like... If you're that tight-knit about people breaking in, I'm pretty sure you'll, you'll get some kind of security system that's a really high-tech... Well, I'm the kind of person, I prefer small places. Like, let's say I was a millionaire. I wouldn't have a mansion. I would still be living where I am now. I like very small spaces and mm-hmm. houses. And that's kind of like, that kind of does go with one of my three fears, people breaking into my house. There's less places for them to hide if I live in a very small place, you know? Yeah. But so, so like, so like, when as if your question gets over, gets really big and you need the space like because like you know i'm very conscientious oh i can't talk conscientious about it uh i'm not gonna let it get to that point um because i'm the kind of person where like i only want a certain amount of dvds like i don't want it to take up the entire house i just want to have one little area where everything is and it's just I don't really buy that much anymore because I kind of already have everything I want. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we don't plan on living here forever. So eventually we'll get a bigger space, but not much bigger. And I can fit like two more shelves where I'm at right now. So I'm not worried about it. I just got another shelf and there's a bunch of space on that shelf. So I'm good for like the next year or two for yep. space. Yeah, because 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 you literally have the whole Dodai Kana like you you literally own probably every single DVD the Dodai has ever produced. Now 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 before you stop me, I know probably you don't have every single one yet, but they're still making, but they're still bringing out some. <laughs> yeah, well, they only bring out like one a month at this point, so that's like oh, I only need room for twelve more DVDs for the next year. And yeah, there's a, I have probably like 99%. It's mostly just stupid sh- um, stuff that I don't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> censoring myself. Um, 
Yeah, you know, I I try to fill in the gaps, but if there's something really dumb that I just don't really want, you know, it can wait, you know? I mean, like, I remember when you made the... No, no. here's the thing I want to talk about. Um, one of the things I want to talk about, talking about the DVDs. Um, I like how, like, you said, like, I'm leaving YouTube... I'm like it's not gonna be my thing anymore. Like, but you, like you did this whole thing. You did you did this whole epic goodbye and all that stuff. You close the door. You're done. And then all of a sudden, oh, I'm coming back. Oh, and then you're suddenly back. Okay, so I guess that meant nothing. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's embarrassing. But all right, I worked hard on that last video too. It was. Um, I mean, I, if we're gonna address that, I'll make this a short story because it's kind of a long story. Okay. I, I'll, I'll try not to spiel on it, but it, it's not a secret that I've hated the wrestling product, well, WWE-wise, since, like, 2010. So, it's just kind of been building, and then, like, I just kind of lost passion for YouTube, because I've been on YouTube, my 10-year anniversary YouTube is going to be coming up next June. Yeah. So, I don't know, I was like, you know what, I'm just... I could tell my video quality. Some people might not see it, but I did. I wasn't putting as much into it. I was becoming lazy. I just wasn't really passionate about it anymore. So I was like, you know, why not just end it? There, was, I always knew there was a chance it would be a break, but I thought it would be longer. And, like, when I did upload that final video, I was like, dude, that's it. I'm done. Like, I was 100% done. But the, I think what got me to come back is, I don't know if you've seen the podcast I'm a part of now, Pro Wrestle Zone Podcast, but they, um, Dan the Beast, who's a friend of mine on YouTube, he invited me on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, I'm not really doing YouTube anymore, but yeah, I'll do it for you. It was kind of like a one-time thing uh, for Extreme Rules, which that was a disaster, but... That just reminded me why I'm not doing it anymore. But I um, I did that episode. It was a blast. And they wanted me to be a permanent member of the podcast after that. And I think it was that that kind of reignited my love for YouTube. And made me want to come back. So, you know. And it also doesn't help. I was watching a bunch of old... Gemini eight 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 videos. I don't know if you know who he is or not, but um, never heard. Of he him. was okay. He was basically like the big DVD YouTuber before me. Yeah, he was and like I, he was DVD freak before DVD freak. Basically, yeah. And we had a feud back in like two thousand fifteen, but that's besides the fact. A good one or a bad one. Oh, bad one. Yeah, that was that wasn't a work, man. That was a shoot. Like, there's a like, cause it's on an old channel of mine. You know, um, basically the story behind that is, you know, the Owen Hart band DVD. The the one the the Heart of Gold, whatever it's called, that one. Yeah, that that the, horrible DVD. But it, yeah, um, he was doing a giveaway for the band one. He's he basically said. And this was back in 2015. And this is right when I started the DVD Freak 27 channel, which doesn't exist anymore. But um, he's like, oh, whoever makes the best Owen Hart tribute video, I'll pick two people who make the best videos and you'll get the DVD. So um, I made one and 
it took me about like an hour and put some thought into it and sent it to him and I was one of the winners. I mean, one of the other winners was Relaxing Ghost, who's a really good friend of mine on YouTube. Mm-hmm. He got his DVD. I didn't get mine. So, like a year later, I'm like, dude, I still didn't get my DVD. So I started calling him out for it because I did, and he wouldn't respond to me. So I was like, dude, what what's going on? Like, what are you doing? You know, I sent you my address. I never got the DVD. And he just wouldn't respond to me. So I called him out in a video, and then all my followers basically, like, hijacked his channel until he responded to me. And we had a few videos back and forth. Uh, the video I made obviously doesn't exist anymore because that channel's gone. But his, his response to me is still up there. But, yeah, um, it kind of sucks because, like I said, he was, like, that big DVD YouTuber. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm just, would, waiting, I'm just waiting for the WrestleMania main event of YouTube just to go at it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, I don't know, like I still love him because, like, he was, like, one of the biggest DVD YouTubers out there. But uh, like at one point he had like, I don't know, probably like five thousand subscribers at his peak, and so that, that's a big deal. So. Yeah, we had that little feud, and there was a lot that happened off-camera that I just didn't... It got so convoluted, and I'm just like, dude, this guy, like... He was going through a lot at the time, like, it got to the point where his neighbor started messaging me, and that was never... This is the first time I'm talking about that. Like, that was never in the YouTube videos of us going back and forth. I'm like, oh my god. So, I never got the DVD from him. Uh, I just paid for it myself on eBay. Mm-hmm. And we talked very briefly, like, three months ago. The briefest possible. Because he used one of my clips on his channel. And he he's retired from YouTube quotations. But, yeah, anyway, though. What was I talking about before that? Oh, yeah, the retirement. Yeah. So... But but the clear, yeah. but the but the end that uh, does he does he like you or or you still have a blood feud with him? Um, I don't know if he likes me or not. I think he'll never see this. Fuck it. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, bleep that. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, he'll he'll never see this. I think he's jealous because you know I'm not saying I'm a better YouTuber than him. It's just I I did follow him. You know, after right when he stopped, I kind of started up. And so, yeah, you know, I have no harsh feelings towards him. I like him a lot. I still love his videos. I just don't know if he likes me. And that's fine. You know, deep down, I would love to make a video with him. I think that would be historic. I think there's so many people that would love to see that. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, if you want to compare it, like get a good analogy it's like The Rock and Cena, you know, you have, like, The Rock from the past, and then you have Cena from the present, you know, those two, you know, making a moment together, I would love to make a video with him, but I don't think that'll ever happen, so. If, if it, it, 
No, I just no. Even better if you if you guys get so much of a blood feed again that you guys need to have the match. I will freaking ref that match, and we will freaking <laughs> you guys will freaking tear down the house with whatever spots <laughs> need to be. You want to moderate it? <laughs> you know, I'll moderate the dang thing. Like 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 you are. Are you okay? Are you, are you ready for this? And then you're like, yeah, yeah, I got this. And then he's like, then he's like, yeah, I got this. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna DVD, I'm gonna DVD his face. <laughs> It's like uh, it's like UFC back in the day. You had Big John McCarthy, the referee. He's like, "You ready? You ready? Let's get it on!" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but um. But yeah, anyway, the, the retirement. But, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I think the podcast, them inviting me to do it full time, uh, I think that's what reignited my my love for YouTube and. I made a lot of changes to my channel. Like I, I to this day, I still don't review modern pay per views because it's just too frustrating. And I just, I have nothing good to say. So, you know, people love when I rant, but there's a lot of people that they're modern fans and they're like, they actually think it's a good pay per view when it's clearly not. Like, like let's take Extreme Rules for example. There were people that liked that. That was one of the pe- biggest pieces of garbage I've ever seen. So, and a lot of my viewers are, like, kids who love the modern product because they weren't around when it was actually good. So it's hard to accommodate for those modern fans because I only have negative things to say about it because I know what good wrestling is. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know what modern WWE is the farthest thing from good wrestling. So it, it's like... Um, it's like if I were to review a modern film. It's a waste of time. It's just going to frustrate me. It's just... It's like I don't really go to the movies anymore. Like, even before COVID, I really didn't go to the movies much because I was just frustrated with everything I saw. You know, the film business, to me, is just so cancerous and dead. And that's how I feel about WWE. So, yeah, I just kind of went back to my roots a bit. And... You know, I said to myself, if I'm coming back, I'm just going to cover DVDs, nothing else. And I'm happy doing the DVD reviews and the DVD countdowns and just other, you know, stupid stuff, rant videos. Just, I try to be entertaining and, you know, I'm enjoying what I'm doing now. I really am. So it's, it's much better than it was earlier in the year where I just, it was like an effort to make a video because I just hated it everything I was doing and I just knew like you know this is garbage because I'm just putting together something just to just to put something together I was meeting a quota whereas now I do it for fun you know mm-hmm. no here's two things I was scared about about you going away it was one I would probably never be on your channel because I wanted because you never invite me to be in any of your videos and I would love to be in one of your videos <laughs> Well, what do you want to do? Like, I, because I don't interview people. Like, I don't do this. Like, what you're doing now. Yeah. I mean, and I try to keep it DVD related. You know, what would you want to do? Well, I was, well, I was thinking since you're DVD related, I mean, like, and you, you've done all the ECW pay per views, right? Like, the ones on DVD, at least. Um, not all of them. I have, are you talking about like the 12 Pioneer releases? That too, or what? What I mean, I can I can watch them on the network. I mean, like you know, but oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But so like, you're talking about like a pay per view review itself? 
Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I saw videos where you, like, do quizzes and, and whatever and all that stuff and, like, like question questions and answers. So not, like, well, you know, the one where, you're, like, you were, like, testing each other's knowledge or whatever, that kind of stuff that you did? Well, I, um, accidentally, I've, because I do the, I don't know if you saw, I do the rant videos now. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty much an accident that it's tradition that I have someone else do it with me. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you have a wrestling DVD you hate, I could definitely have you on in a rant video. What? What do you? Now, now I gotta think about that. Which one do I actually hate? Um, yeah, dude, pick one. Oh, how about I'll... how about we read about all those single superstar dvds like story superstar zach Ryder one where it only had like oh three god matches. yeah you know what let's fucking oh sorry my bad damn it i'm sorry um i keep swearing <laughs> no that's fine man bleep it um yeah let's do that man those are those are horrible I'll, i'm totally down i don't even have any of those that's how bad they are <laughs> i refuse to pay more than two dollars for this why how much are they going for on ebay like a thousand <laughs> No, they run for probably pretty cheap. It's you'll see them for any anywhere from like five to twenty. I don't. I, I don't. Do, I do plan on getting them for completion reasons. It's just I don't want to pay for them. That's the problem. I mean, like I don't own them because what's the point? <laughs> but yeah, it's just like the covers are so stupid too. But you know what? I'll have you on for that because I can definitely rant about those. I've never really talked about those because they're just not worth talking about. And the second, and the second reason I was upset that you're leaving is because, is because you would never get to review the DVDs I send you when I send them out. <laughs> yeah, I think I sent you my address. Did, are you gonna send them out? You never gave me. You never, you never gave me your address. <laughs> oh man, I thought I did. Oh well, uh, I'll send them to you tonight. <laughs> I mean, now because because the problem was, um. When I lived at my mom's house, it was I didn't want to give the address out because it's not my place. But at this point, I don't really care, so I'll send it to you. And I don't see myself getting a PO box. It's just um, there's a few reasons I don't want one. But yeah, I'll just send you my address. You can send me the DVDs. The uh, here's the thing though. Update. I actually have four DVDs now. I got my for, I got my oh, I got my. Beyblade Tournament 1, my first panel, my second panel, and my third panel I've done. <laughs> there you go. And and I was I was actually thinking, and I recently bought a, a, a pack of six-pack DVD holders, which can hold six discs in it, and I was thinking about just, you know... Give you all the single ones, and then make and then make a set with all six of them in there, just for no reason because why not? <laughs> you gotta. I'm big on you gotta sign them when you send them. I'm big on that. Anyone who sends me a DVD, I have them sign them. So. I mean, I I signed the Beyblade tournament. I can sign the rest for you if you want. Just yeah, for, go for it. Just for you, man. I'll sign them all for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm big on that. Whenever like. A YouTuber or, like, someone I'm close with or friends, I always tell them, dude, put your signature on there. You know, if you made it yourself, you know, your signature deserves to be on there. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, but who knows? Maybe this podcast will take me places one day and, you know, and I'll, and that signature will mean something. <laughs> yeah, and then there's me, the, the idiot, 
just <laughs> in the background. <laughs> hey, no, hey, man, I'm I'm not saying that that, that you're you're going to go far too, man. I mean, just look at your views, look at your videos. I mean, your people like your content. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I can't believe that I have as many people as I do. Because, like, I always said, once I hit 1,000, I'm good. Like, that was, like, kind of the only milestone that I wanted. So, at this point, it's just kind of, like, extra credit, if that makes sense. But hey, think about it. When you get that giant play button in the mail, you're going to be like, I made it. <laughs> oh, God, I won't get that from this channel. Maybe, Maybe another one, but... Yeah, this this channel never hit that hundred thousand. No way. What? Um, I mean, but like, how much am I caught? Um, but I mean, like my my DVD, I mean my DVDs. I mean, like, they're they're going. I mean, like, I haven't sent them out yet because I still need to get the discs because of COVID and because of everything going on this year. I never been able to get the. This the DVD disc I need to burn them with, and hey, Christmas is coming up, so you, I mean, no I'm kidding. <laughs> maybe, maybe Santa will bring you some discs. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. And Santa's big red sack. <laughs> like, and I look up and I go like, yeah. <laughs> or it'll be like Hellraiser. Have you ever seen Hellraiser three, where they have the. CD player Cenobite who shoots out CDs at people and it kills them. You ever seen that one? I had never seen Hellraiser before. Oh, that's that's a great series. Really stupid, but great series. <laughs> I, I'm su- I'm I'm surprised you weren't tempted to get that Star Wars box set from Best Buy. <laughs> nah, screw that. It um, listen, I'm the biggest Star Wars geek in the world, but like. I try not to give my money to Disney. And I really... I didn't like the artwork. Trust me, I considered getting that for a while. There was like a three-month period where I'm like, I don't know, do I do it? I just... uh, I didn't really like all the artwork. So that's kind of... That's the only reason I really turned it down. The inside artwork. I like the outside box with the Death Star and everything, but... I don't know. I wasn't a fan of the inside artwork. I mean... I mean, like I, I can't, I can't even tell you the last time I've been in a Best Buy. It's yeah. been a long time. There's one literally right down the street from where I live, like literally right down the street, and I haven't been to it in forever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember the days where I'd go there once a week. You could find something great. I used to get all my UFC DVDs there. I would get. Um, they would every week they would have the new WWE DVD release. Like back in like 2013 and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like nowadays. It's just pretty amazing how I mean you see my latest videos. It's just a struggle to even get it from Walmart. Like that's when you know it's sad when you can't even get it from Walmart. Yeah. Whereas like 10 years ago or even like 15 years ago when I started collecting, you could go literally anywhere, and it would be there Tuesday morning. You know, right there on the release date. FYE, they don't have it anymore. It takes them like a month. Best Buy, they don't even carry wrestling DVDs. And it's just like Walmart. It's just it's been slowly dim- slowly diminishing in other stores. And then Walmart, I was like, all right, you know, I still get it on time and everything. But lately, it's just like it's so horrible. Like I'm, 
I don't want to get it online because that's just like that's not me. I want to go to the store and get it because that's yeah. that's that, that's the kind of person I am. I don't like doing stuff online, and I refuse to give my money to Amazon. But pretty soon, I predict I'm gonna probably be having to get it on Amazon if I'm gonna get it on time. Because I have to reveal it. I don't want to reveal it late. Like it it bothers me that uh, the Hell in a Cell DVD. It's Thursday now, and I haven't reviewed it yet because I just literally got it yesterday. Like, yeah, it's just frustrating as a collector. No, no, I don't know if it's just me and and because where I live. I mean, because I live, because I told you I live in literally the the suburbs of Chicago. Like, I don't like I live an hour from Milwaukee. Like, like that's how far up and out of the city out of the city I live. But um. But I don't know if it's just me where I live, but I'm not trying to brag, but I have three Walmarts by my house. And and one's down the street, and another one's a town over, and the other one is um the other one is uh like two towns over or whatever. And uh what what's that noise? Oh, I was turning my heat on in oh. my car. Because I'm out in my car chilling right now. No, it's all right. But yeah, I got I got three Walmarts in my house, and they're all close to me. And I don't know if it's just me, but every single Walmart. Well, I mean, I don't usually go to the one down the street from my house because that's the one that we go we try to go to the least, or at all. So the so the other two I go to, they tend to have them all the time. I see wrestling DVDs there all the time. <laughs> well, congratulations, Yippee Yo Kaye, good for you. Meanwhile, I'm I'm the idiot running around the. Freaking three different WalMarts and none of them have them. Well, well, uh, well hey, sucks. Well, I don't know if it's just Chicago WalMarts are just known to be better at that compared to Pennsylvania WalMarts. But I well, mean, you all you're near a big city. I'm in a pretty big city in Pennsylvania too. But it's just I never had a problem until last like two months. And I was talking to the Walmart worker yesterday. And he said, like, it's not because of COVID. Like, they're literally just a mess right now with their DVD section. And I think I showed it in a video, or I might have talked about it. But Walmart's around me. They condensed their DVD section probably by, like, 50%. Really? Like, yeah, it's it's just stupid. I hate it. But it's a sign of the times. I'm surprised. Like, people ask me all the time, like... Let's say back like 10 years ago, people would ask me, when do you think DVDs will go out? I'm like, yeah, probably like 2015. And then it, it kept going up and up and up. And we're almost to 2021. I think we're still lucky to get DVDs at this point because we probably shouldn't be. Well, for, So I, I'm just happy we still have them, honestly. Well, well for me, I, I actually like getting physical, physical DVDs is because like if there's a show I really, really like, and 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 I really really like it, and it it has never been released on DVD, or if it is on DVD and I want it forever, and I know I have it, and I know it won't go away because I have it on disc. Yeah. That's when I'll go for it. If it's a show or anything that I don't care about, I don't care. But like, yeah. but like you know, like for I have DVD copies of like pretty much every show I like almost. Um, like, like I have all the, I have all the Beyblade series, like the whole Beyblade series up until the latest series that's out right now that isn't on DVD yet. 
Um, I got all of Danny Phantom, all of Rocket's Modern Life, all, all of Adventure Time, even though they made a complete set of that. But I got them all individually because I was, I was convinced that they weren't going to make a complete series, so I bought them all separately. Um, that was that was a really nice box set. I didn't like Adventure Time. I don't I don't watch modern shows, so maybe I didn't give it enough of a chance. But I I remember seeing the box set. I was like, wow, that's really nice. Like it was a nice set. Yeah, I mean, have you have you seen have you seen it open up though? Yeah, I watched your review of it. Yeah, it, it was. It looks really nice, but the thing the problem I have with it is is that all the just slide in and out with like a. Like with a sleeve. When in oh the... come on, you're one of those people who don't like the sleeves, man. I love the cardboard sleeves. I'm no. in the minority there. Nobody likes them but me. No, I mean like, okay, I mean like I, I don't mind the sleeves, but I feel more secure when it's in the popper. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I think it's more fancy, and it's kind of worth your money a little bit more when it's like, the nice little fancy sleeves. I've never had a problem with them sliding out because I have a lot of DVDs. Like I have the X Files box set from like 15 years ago. They're in sleeves, and um, I have a lot of those DVDs that have sleeves. I've never had a problem. Like just be careful, and they're not going to fall out. You know, like <laughs> so many people complain about them. I'm like, dude, it's something different. Like to me, that's putting an effort into it. You know, I don't like the poppers when it comes to TV shows. I prefer the cardboard sleeves. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm the same way you are. If I ever like, I have a lot of classic TV on DVD and stuff. You know, I'm the same way. I the 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 one I really have a problem with, the one I do not like, is the stack disc thing where the first disc is on the bottom, the second one's on top of it, and the third one's on top of that one. Like, yeah, I hate the I hate those because because I never personally had any any one any set that goes like that, but from watching your videos, I'm be like, oh god, he's gonna press it too hard, he's gonna crack a disc. I swear he's gonna <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, those are those are frustrating. Like I, I hate those too. Yeah. I, I I it makes me when I watch your videos of, of you using that, it makes me feel like, oh I'm I'm bet he's wishing that he can have the what do you call the that that one that you really like that that folds out and it folds out again that yeah the the trifold set yeah yeah I bet I bet you I'm I'm sometimes thinking like oh I'm, I'm he's probably wishing he had that instead right now <laughs> yeah that was a big thing back in 2018 when they they uh, WWE they went from doing the trifold sets to actually just putting them in the regular standard Amray cases. Uh-huh. I'll never forget. Um, I wish I had this on camera, but um, I had a job where, um, not that that matters, but um, I my car was getting worked on. And I texted my girlfriend at work. I'm like, all right, if you can do this, go to Walmart, get the newest DVD release. Because she had to pick me up that day because my car was getting worked on. Mm-hmm. So she went, it was the Raw 25 DVD. I'll never forget it. And when she picked me up, she actually, she got the DVD and everything. Like, I sent her money for it and everything like that. And I remember getting it from the back seat. I'm just like, what the hell is this? It's in, like, the little plastic case. I'm like, what? what is this? Like, this isn't what it should be. And, 
Yeah, so like that was I'm like, all right, maybe it's temporary. Maybe it's just for this one. Nope. <laughs> we haven't had one since. All right. Uh, the UK still does them. And Australia and stuff. They do it for WrestleMania. But yeah. I mean like I mean like I here's the thing. I go on Amazon all the time to buy stuff and I go on and that's where I got my D, my blank DVD cases that I use to make my DVD cases. And um, don't they sell that case that you like but blink if you really want it? Well, the problem with that is you have to make your own artwork. Because uh, for those, those are cardboard. So you'd have to print it on the cardboard itself. Whereas the DVD cases you're talking about, you just slip it in as a cover slip. So I doubt there would be blank. I mean, I'm sure you could get them somewhere, but probably not mainstream because it's different material. I'm pretty. If it's on Amazon, I'll let you know. And wink, wink, no nudge. I know a guy, wink, aka me, <laughs> that can make covers. <laughs> yeah, I I won't shop on Amazon. So why won't you shop? You on find you you find them on eBay. Let me know. I mean, like, I mean, like, why? I mean, why do you, why do you hate Amazon so much? It may be the online Walmart, but like, it literally, they literally have everything on there. Like, everything's on Amazon. <laughs> it's like Disney. They're they're Nazis. I hate them. <laughs> I just I don't like Amazon. I don't like Disney. It's just like I I know how I don't want to get into that rant. So yeah. Anyway. Do you like Walmart? Not really, but that's the only place I can get my DVDs, man. <laughs> hey, hey, that's the only place where you can get your food. <laughs> yeah, dude, they have a good grocery selection, I will say that. It's just like, I don't, like Walmart, it's a very greedy company. Uh, the Walton family, they're a bunch of a-holes. They don't pay their employees, even though they're one of the biggest companies in the world. Um, but it's more, I don't know. Like, it's a nightmare going there because of the people that shop there. Like, it's an adventure every time you go. It's scary. Like, every time you leave, you're like, oh, my God, I survived. Like, when I went, like, that's why I go at night. Like, I, I try to do everything at night because I, I avoid society and people at all costs. Like, if you go during the day, it's a nightmare. Like, you're risking your life going in there. <laughs> hey, man, I... I mean, I mean, I like going to Walmart because a, they have literally everything there. It's like it's like the physical Amazon. Two, um, I like scoping out their electronic section for like you know, DVDs of shows that I may like, and I just figured out that oh, it's on DVD now. Now I'm gonna buy that if I have the money for it. Like, like My Hero Academia is over fifty dollars. Why why the heck is it over fifty dollars? I can't tell you. But, um... Yeah, dude, anime DVDs are expensive. Oh my god. They're, it's a waste of money. I mean, like, I, you, you don't like anime, right? Uh, no, but my friend loves it. He's, like, an anime collector, and even he says, like... Because, like, like, I don't have to be an anime fan to know when a DVD is way overpriced. For some reason, man, anime... It's like, oh, 13 episodes, $70, there you go, screw you, Take, we'll take your money. Like, anime DVDs are really expensive. Yeah, like, 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 and I was at Walmart, like, a few months ago, 
Um, what should we call it? Um, I was at Walmart like a few months ago, and I saw like My Hero Academia season four, part one, and that was freaking that was freaking like fifty dollars just for part one of season four. Like, <laughs> I I hate when they do parts. I you, oh I hate when they do like oh season four volume one. Like, screw you, just release the whole season. Like, oh my god, I remember they did that with Yu-Gi-Oh! I lo- my only anime I like is Yu-Gi-Oh! I remember as a kid, they would release the VHS tapes. It's like, it was, season one was like 20 volumes. Like, what's the point in that? Like, and I know VHS couldn't hold as much, but they also released them on DVD. Or like, X-Men Evolution. They're like, oh, it's four volumes for a season. Like, you pay $20 for four episodes. Like, screw you. Well when, it, like, well, when it comes to that, I mean, like, I don't mean to cut you off, but when it comes to that, usually usually I, I like to I like to go with the, the theory of, like, oh, I'm just going to hold off. I know what they're going to do. When the, when the whole thing gets released, it's going to be loved so much that they're going to make a complete series set like what they did for Adventure Time. The only reason I didn't trust Adventure Time is because I thought they really weren't going to do it. Like, I thought they really weren't going to go that far, but they did go that far. And so, and by the time I got them all, it was already too late. So, I was just like, whatever, you know. Yeah, well, especially, like, back then, like, that was it. Like, when you had volumes, a lot of the times you wouldn't get season sets, so you just kind of had to settle. It's like a good one's, like, the Ninja Turtles animated series. Mm-hmm. That thing already volumes released on DVD. And it wasn't until later you had, which I actually have this, you have the Turtle Van Complete Series box set. But that was way later. So, like, there was a lot of people who were suckers because they bought the 30 volumes and they would release, oh, one's a season set. The next we're going to release in six volumes. The next one's going to be season sets. It's just there's no consistency. They would just release them randomly, like... Just to make more money. And it's frustrating. Like, I love Complete Series box sets. Probably more than anything. Like, that to me... Like, I I just laugh at people who buy season sets. Because I'm like, just wait. You're going to get a Complete Series set. Then you're going to regret getting the season sets. Because because here's the thing. When... I don't... You you don't watch anime. So you probably don't know the show. But if you know it, you'll know... uh, there's a show called Metabots that I used to watch when I was little. It was an anime that was not very popular, but it was one I found out when I was little and I thought and I really liked. And just this year, they released the first two seasons full and complete for the first time ever. Nice. And, and there's three seasons and they're just, and they're working on getting the third one out. <laughs> um, you know it's really frustrating. When you have a complete series DVD box set, and um, and then like and then like five years later, there's the Blu-ray complete series box set. Yeah, and no, no, sorry, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I gotta, I gotta say this too. Um, it's that and be and I'm and before they release these things that that I was telling you about those Metabot sets, before they released those, in the past they did the thing that you were talking about where they made like, like do you know how how some shows have like. We'll use Metabots, for example. Do you know, it said, like, they had, like, what should we call it? Shout Factory, I think, 
put the very first season complete on DVD. Like, they did that, but they never ended up making the rest of the season. So they just ended up putting out the rest of the show in numbered volumes. Like, like DVD number one has these many episodes, and DVD number two has these many episodes. But they were all in order, but they were just numbered, like, one, two, three, four, five, and six. But the whole first season was all on DVD, and the rest of the show was all on these numbered discs. Yeah, I, I, it's just, it's a money grab when they do volumes. Like, well, it also goes back in, like, if you want to go really far back, I don't know if you're a Transformers fan at all, but I'm a huge fan of Transformers, like the G1. They would have a VHS tape for one or two episodes. And that, that, that series ran for 98 episodes. So you can see where I'm going with this. A VHS tape can hold more than one or two episodes. And it's just, back then, VHS was like $30 a tape. It, it was the infancy of VHS. And you, you often see that, like the infancy of DVD was very expensive. And then it gets cheaper as the years go on. But I, I, I really hate volume sets. It's just so stupid and pointless. It's clearly a money grab. Just release it as a. I, I I'm I'm even against season sets. Let's like let's say you have a favorite show. Mm-hmm. I'd rather wait ten years. Let's say it ran for ten seasons. I'd rather wait ten years for the box set than have ten season sets throughout the ten years. I mean, but yeah, but, but they know people are gonna buy them every September when they come out on DVD. So yeah. Wait, is that true? Does every show that is that true that every show's season DVD comes out in September? It's usually September, October, because um, the season. If you're looking at like a generalized season, you're looking at September through May. So let's say the season ends in May. By the time the DVD is produced, it's going to be September, or October when it's released. Um, because, because like, uh, you see that, that's the, that's the thing I have with Adventure Time. You know, I was so fixated on not, I'm, I'm missing out all these episodes on DVD that I just went on and bought, bought the seasons. Thinking, oh, they're not going to, they're never going to make a box set for the show. But a good example of, of the, of the opposite side of that is the regular show. So here, regular show in America, okay, they release seasons one and two in the same box set. Like, the first two seasons were in the same box, in the same uh, DVD case. And then they then they went off to release the first season, right? And then the show really went eight seasons. Like, the show went eight, but they only gave us the... But here in America, they only gave us the three seasons. Um, the first two in the one, and the third one in its own. And then they made... And then... I think it was like the seventh season they gave they made the movie and then they released the movie on DVD, but but we got gypped because in Australia they released the whole thing plus the movie in a box set. <sighs> yeah, you know that kind of brings me to a point. I really hate when they release a box set. I think the best example. I, I hate this show, but Game of Thrones. Yeah. You have, every year, you would have a new box set. Seasons 1 through 5. 
1 through 6, 1 through 7. I hate when they make box sets for incomplete series, if that makes sense. Yeah. They have all six seasons in a box set, right when season seven's going to premiere, just to promote the next season. And then as soon as that episode airs, your, your box set's incomplete. Like, I hate that. I, mm, I hate that. I, don't, I actually, I actually, I think I've seen that before, but I don't think it happens often. It doesn't happen that often, but it happens more now than it did before. Um, it, it's just really frustrating. Like, I, I just, I look at people, I'm like, why did you buy that? You're an idiot. The next season's literally premiering tomorrow. Like, why don't you just wait? Well, because obviously Game of Thrones was getting a complete series box set. Obviously. <laughs> like, of course that was getting a set. So why would you waste your $200 on seasons one through four when you can just wait? I mean, when you it, s- it's, just, it's just stupid. I mean, when you saw it at Best Buy, you see, you sounded pretty interested. <laughs> um, I do like the packaging, but I, I don't like the series. I didn't like Game of Thrones. But... It's- um, I did watch a review of that set, and I also try to, um, a little behind the scenes here, I try to engage with my audience a bit and sound excited. Sometimes I'm not, but, you know, you know, there's a lot of Game of Thrones fans out there. So, you know, if you want to engage those Game of Thrones fans, you have to include that box set in the video, if that makes sense. Well, so so I'm guessing because of your social nature, you would never you would not do good in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> no, I'm a Star Wars geek, not a Dungeons and Dragons geek. Come on now. I mean, like I I tempted Dungeons and Dragons, I tempted it, but like, but the but like I got for me to get into it, I gotta start with a fresh new campaign. I can't jump because because when I started playing it, like I like I was part of this group that that still do to this day um that that the campaign is probably still going on that i was part of but um but like i need to but like i need to start like with a brand new one because when i started like i said i was i started in the middle of one where i didn't know what was going on and my character was just thrown into the into the fray for no reason and and so like i i want to i want to play i'm a fan of dungeons and dragons i just need to start fresh uh, it's one of those things, like, I, there's, I definitely appreciate it and the intelligence and effort that goes into it. I was just never a fantasy fan. Like, I just, I hate dragons. They're so cliche and overdone. And it's like Lord of the Rings. They are great films. I'm just not really into them. I don't like fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. I just don't like that kind of stuff. It's just too overdone and cliche at this point. Every time I see a dragon, I yawn because it's done. It's been done so many times. I did love Skyrim. I will say that though, but whatever. That's off topic. Skyrim. I mean, that's like that's not PS2. That's freaking like PS4. <laughs> well, there was a point where I had a 360 for a very short amount of time, and I lost a lot of my life on GTA 4 and Skyrim. <laughs> we answered the Xbox. <laughs> Yeah, and then I got Red Ring, and I just I, I don't I haven't played video games since. So, so because the video the video game industry is nothing but a bunch of pricks that want money. Oh, you want this character? All right, pay twenty dollars. Screw you. 
Uh, that whole DLC thing, I can't. That's just so bad. It's just, ugh. Hey, I mean, when it came to Guitar Hero and DLC, it made sense, okay? Because, because like, they always were adding songs, and, you know... Yeah, but the songs should have came with it in the first place. You shouldn't have to pay. You already paid $60 for the game. You shouldn't have to pay more money to continue playing the game. No, I mean the I mean the game already had its set list and all that. But if you wanted more songs, you just have to pay for the songs that you want to play. <laughs> it should be free. You already bought the sixty dollar game. It should be free. Sixty dollars is a lot of money for a stupid video game. So, you know, just just add the songs for free. It's cur- it's common courtesy. Why you gotta be a prick about it? It's like Amazon. Why you gotta be a prick about it? But anyway. Um. But, Something. Oh, go go ahead. No, no. What were you gonna say? This is about you. <laughs> I mean. Well, yeah, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, something that. Um, obviously, I've I collect two things: DVDs and autographs. We've talked about DVDs. Do you have any like notable autographs? I got a few. Quad? I got a few autographs that are okay. I. I don't have I don't have a lot of wrestling autographs, but I do got autographs, and can I tell you them? <laughs> yeah, I I appreciate non wrestling autographs more, honestly, because like I said, I'm a film guy, so I prefer movie stuff. So so okay. Um, first thing I want to say, um, even though I'm a huge uh, trading card collector, the wrestling ones, because because you know you can get trading cards from an actual from an actual store you don't have to buy dvds to get them you know <laughs> yeah. you know this right <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah that's um yeah anyway <laughs> no any no anyway i mean i've been collecting those for like a very very long time i have a binder that's full and i'm just filling up a second binder now but that's besides the point the real point is that i don't have any cards that are autographed like I don't, none of them are autographed i was never that lucky but um but I but the but even though I have nothing in there, I I do have autographs under my bed in a drawer. And um and I have a I, I know you're not an Adventure Time fan, but you know Olivia Olsen who does, who voices Marceline from Adventure Time? Okay. I have her autograph. Okay. I have uh do you know Buckethead, the, the guitarist? You know who he is? No. Well, I have his autograph. <laughs> um, when it comes to your autograph collection, do you obtain them in person or do you buy them? The Buckethead one I bought online for his website. The the Olivia Olsen one I actually got. I actually met her and I, I got her autograph from her. Okay. Um, what are autographs do I have? Um. I'm trying to think what other ones I have. Um, does the Dota superstars autographing that like how I say this? So, I had I had a calendar. I think it was like last year's calendar or the year before that. But I had a Dota E calendar where the where the superstars literally had their autographs on the calendar, like like above, like not where you where the dates are, but it was above the the actual calendar part. But it had their signatures on it. Does that count? 
were they printed or were they actually signed? No, they were printed on there on the. Printer. No, that does not count. No. <laughs> okay, well, well, I mean, the calendar had their autographs in it, but it wasn't like. I, I'm talking like hand signed stuff. Well, from what I'm, from, when I'm remembering and not looking at anything, that's those are the, the hand signed stuff I have currently. <laughs> Okay. I gotta have to look again and get back to you on that one, but those are from 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 memory. That's all I know. I'm more intrigued that you have a drawer under your bed. How does that work? So my bed. Okay, so my bed um, used to be my parents' bed, but what happened is is that they got a bigger bed, and I used to have a twin bed in my room because because I was I was fine with that. It gave me more space in my room anyway. But my parents were like were like. You're having our old bed because we got a bigger one, and so you're gonna take ours. And so, okay, fine. And so I took, so I took their old bed, and their old bed had four, four drawers under it, and that's where my parents used to put their clothes in, like that, like not all their clothes, but like the ones that went fit in the dresser, and um, and so I use them now to store stuff. Like I, on one side, I have all my extra gaming stuff that doesn't fit in my entertainment center. And um the other one has all like my pictures with my that I bought at convention and the very few stuff I have autographed, like the things I was telling you and maybe some I'm missing. So um the kind of person I am, you can edit this out if you want to. You said this is uh your parents' bed, right? Your yeah. former was this the bed you were conceived in? No, it definitely okay. wasn't. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Because that, that'd be cool, like full circle, but anyway. It, no, it definitely was not. <laughs> it's all right, I was conceived in like a hotel room somewhere, so that's fine. <laughs> oh, oh, God, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> it's been a rough life. <laughs> anyway, back to autographs. Yeah, back to autographs for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um all right if you want to have like all right out of everyone in the world what's the one autograph you want more than anything oh like the one autograph i want yeah let's say you had like a million dollars and they're like all right it's one hard. autograph it's what hard. is it it's hard for me to choose one but can i tell you a few that i want <laughs> yeah go for it okay the one I the one I really really want is Vince McMahon to sign the top of my train card binder, like my like okay. bo- both of them, like both of my binders, just sign the top of them because because like you know it just makes sense. Vince McMahon owns the company, so everything in that on those cards he owns, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like so like that would be epic if Vince McMahon can sign my my train card binders. Um, it. What what else? Um, I really, I it'd be really cool to have John DiMaggio's autograph because I really like him. He's funny. Um, he he's the voice of Jake in in uh, Avenger Time and Bender from Futurama. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I really, I really want his. Um, I should, I I could have got it, but I met Tommy Dreamer at C two E two and I did get his autograph. But he did. But he did record for free an intro for my podcast. 
Dude, that, that's what's up. I, I love Tommy Dream. He's great. Yeah, I met like he like I met him and he was like the great he was just the nicest person ever. And Yeah, yeah, he he's very humble. He's a great guy. Um what else? Um what are our regrets what I like? Um God. Maybe since now I'm a hockey fan, it'd be really cool to have the, the autographs of every single member of the Blackhawks, the Penguins, the Flyers, and the Ducks. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Um. But that, but that's a that's a long shot, and that's not even on the top of my list right now. Um, even though it would be really cool. But um. And, and like, uh, who else? And by the way, since we're talking about this, I'm gonna go on Amazon or like eBay or whatever and pay a million bucks just get just to buy something with their autograph on it. I would want to get from them in person for a price. Yeah, there you go, man. If, to be fair, I paid five hundred dollars for a Vince McMahon autograph. So yeah, you paid you paid five hundred dollars for that WrestleMania set that you didn't really need because you already owned it. <laughs> No, I did need it. That's the holy grail of my collection. I bought a display case for that thing. That's my favorite piece that I own. I mean, like, I mean, like, but, but, like, have you ever, have you ever opened it and saw the DVDs inside, or do you always like, or has it always been closed this whole time? No, I opened it. I reviewed it for my channel. Um, yeah, that's my prized possession. I have a lot of really rare stuff. I have an Owen Hart autograph. Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, but at the end of the day, that WrestleMania anthology, that's my favorite. And, I mean, I mean, like, is it any different, though, DVD-wise, compared to the original one? No, just the outside packaging. Yeah, I mean, it just looks, it basically it's the same thing, it just looks nicer. Yeah, that was my holy grail. Like, that was the thing I wanted most for years. It took me years to get that thing. I actually almost got Shane McMahon's personal copy of that. That's a fun story. I wonder, I wonder why Shane McMahon didn't uh, want it. I mean, I mean, like, why would he want the WrestleMania freaking anthology? <laughs> well, because this is getting pretty behind the scenes, but because uh, it's numbered one to a thousand. Numbers 1 through 30 are not signed by Vince because they were sent to production people or people within the company. And I found one that was not signed. So I'm like, well, what the hell is this? Why is it not signed? And it turns out it was a sealed copy that was given to Shane McMahon. And he was really good friends with Pete Gass, if you remember who he was during the Attitude Era. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, Pete Gas was selling it on eBay for I think fifteen hundred. And I was I talked to Pete Gas about it, and I'm just like, all right, you know, how low would you go for this? And he 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 gave me a pretty good offer, but I was like, you know what though, I want the Vince autograph. Like that to me is the selling point, because like I said, one through thirty, they weren't signed by Vince because they were just given to family and stuff and production people. So I'd rather have one of the less rare ones because it is signed by Vince. Because there's 970 of them that are signed by Vince. 
No, but, but so, my question is, is why why didn't Shane McMahon want it at all? I mean, like it's it it's the whole it's rest of, it's it's all those WrestleManias that he literally gets for whenever he wanted to watch it for as long as he ever wanted to, and he just gets rid of it because he doesn't want it. Like, well, I mean, look at it this way: I can't watch any of the things I make, so why would he really want to watch any of the things he was a part of? You know, oh, it's it's just like I can't, I cannot go back and watch my old videos and stuff I've made. And like I said, I want to be a filmmaker one day. I would not be able to go watch stuff I've made, like a movie I made or something like that. So I think that's kind of similar. Like Shane, why would he really want to go back and watch something he made? And at the end of the at the end of the day, that's just another product that WWE made. So it, I don't really think it has much meaning to him. I mean, I mean, am I am I the only one that toughens out and actually goes back to listen to my old episodes of my podcast and listen to myself? <laughs> am I the only one? <laughs> Do you really? I mean, yeah. When when I'm bored, I just sometimes go on to <laughs> when I'm bored, I go on to my go to Spre- not Spreaker, um, Anchor. And I just go and I just scroll through my old episodes and just figure out which one I want to listen to. And I listen to it and I use this fodder to make my next episode better than the last. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, yeah, I once I upload something, I will. I, well, because I personally, I hate the sound of my voice. I hate the way I look on camera. So I try to film it the best I can where I don't have to go back and edit. Because that's how much I hate listening and watching myself. Personally, no, it's fine. I just I just do it because, you know, why the hell not? You know. <laughs> well, yeah, if you're doing it to see how you can improve, that's a good tool. I but 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 um, speaking of that, speaking of looking and listening to ourselves, I've been watching your latest videos lately, and all of a sudden now you're wearing glasses. Does someone get you between the eyes? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was waiting for that question. Um, okay, so long story short, I was wearing the same pair of contacts for two years straight. And it was getting to the point where it was starting to affect me. So uh, I just wore my glasses for this time being. I'm saying by like January, I'll probably have my contacts back because I'm going to get, um, I get them from Canada, my contacts, which isn't entirely legal, but Fancy, fancy. But, yeah, so, um, yeah, I'll get my illegal shipping of contacts here soon. But why, why do you do it like that? Why can't you just like go to like America's Best or wherever you, or whatever they have in there, Pennsylvania? I can't afford that. Um... America makes you pay for everything, whereas Canada, you don't need a prescription for contacts. So I literally just get them shipped in from Canada. So, yeah, they'll be here soon, probably like January. I um, I have some money saved up for them. And they're actually really cheap in Canada, too. So, yeah, the contacts will be here soon. Don't worry. Well, I'm editing out that first part. <laughs> Oh, I don't care. You can keep it in. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, like, 
I mean, like, gosh, man. I mean, I mean, like, the my my DVD collection may not be as impressive as yours. Mine is is considered really really tiny compared to what you have. <laughs> How many you got? You ever count them? Like, ever count like the number of just straight up DVDs I have? Um, yeah. Well, let's see here. If we're talking like regular bookcase, oh, I well I can't tell you the rough number right now because I am okay. I didn't count. I don't know how many I technically had, but but if we're just going by standard bookcase, which which is what I have in my room, um, my top shelf in my bookcase is nothing but DVDs, and on the second shelf below it, and on the shelf below it, there is like a few down there. So I probably I want to say. By just looking at it, I probably have like eighty, maybe. <laughs> okay, that's not bad. I mean, like I, that may be way over the number that I actually have, but I mean, but like I, but like I have all my DVDs up there, and then below that, I have all my all my music stuff, like all my CDs and my cassettes in my yeah yeah I collect cassettes yeah whatever <laughs> dude power to you I love cassettes but but me my music days are I, <laughs> hey I'm good this is a shoot so much better than yours wink <laughs> no I'm kidding <laughs> ha ha <laughs> no 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 I like you know I like how you say oh I like I like that classical music but then when the Benoit theme hits you're rocking it out like okay alright you know what anything from 1920s to 1990s I'm all for it so like like Benoit theme I, I, I can't recall the Benoit theme uh, being classical <laughs> it's it's not <laughs> it's um it's whatever I, I would feel like the Godwin's nineteen ninety seven thing would be up your alley. <laughs> oh, you you didn't get my joke. Never mind. <laughs> Wait, what what joke did what joke were you making? <laughs> I said it's whatever, and that's the title of the yeah, the yeah. Ben Benoit theme, whatever. Yeah, that's the yeah that's the name of his yeah. I remember that. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like, dude. I mean, like, I just, I mean, like, I mean, I just love. Heart like rocky like rock music. I mean like, I mean like metal, classic rock. Well, I don't like modern metal or, or like like I don't like like I'm not like, Death Clock fan. Oh god, do you have a favorite song of all time? Of, of all time, oh god. Favorite, yeah, favorite song. Oh uh, god, what song do I listen to all the time? Um. And that's always fluctuating too. I mean, like, there's like songs I like from the past, and there's like songs I like currently. Um, well, I mean, there's nothing current that's worth listening to. So, well, blinding the no, blinding lights, the WrestleMania theme was good, and that was a modern uh, song. I don't like him. So yeah. No, I mean, I don't listen to anything else that he listens to. That's like the only song I know by him, and that's the only song I like from him. Um. <laughs> There, there's some songs I even listen to that are not even in our language. Like, like I don't even understand what they're saying, but I like the song. No, I agree. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, like, Do Host. You don't know what they're saying, but, but, but it's a good song. 
<laughs> Dude, I yeah, I love them. Yeah. Um. I uh, let's see what no, what else I. I like um I, I actually do like you as that's a good song. Um but like Dude, I love that band, yeah. But like um a lot of my music taste came from Guitar Hero. Like not saying that like oh all the songs in Guitar Hero are my favorite songs. It's just like that that just helped me drive my direction what I listen to, you know. So like so like I like Airborne, I like Van Halen, obviously, get rest in peace. Um, uh, it's Trans Siberian Orchestra only during this time of year, though. Um, uh, what's we call it? Um, I like, I like Rat. I like Motley Crue. I like Judas Priest. I like Kiss. I like uh, like Iron Maiden. I like um, all those classic rock bands. I pretty much like um. Metallica, uh, Slayer, and Raining Blood is the only song I really like by them. Um, <laughs> um, Anthrax is good, but they're not... I like them, but I don't think they're like the best metal band. Megadeth is really good. I like them. Um, what else? Uh, Lenny Kravitz, I like him. A few of his songs. Um... This I like I don't like I like this band I only like the band's one song that that uh what's no what I gotta reword that there's a band I like but I only like one song by them and the song's called Here Comes Alex and it's made by this band called Die Toten Hosen <laughs> they're German so that's why <laughs> yeah uh what else um wrestling themes you I I have a lot of those I like. Um, I have a bunch of them on my phone, like, like um, especially from the Uncaged albums. If you know about those, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, like, my phone isn't just wrestling themes. Obviously, I have like actual songs, but like, a, I have a lot of wrestling themes on my phone. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any wrestling themes. Um. When it comes to music, um, I think my all-time favorite song is "Lady in Black" by Uriah Heep. Never heard of it. Uh, oh boy! Oh god! It's from a uh, what seventy-three, seventy-two, something like that. But um, I love some Jefferson Airplane, Mamas and the Papas from the sixties and seventies. Um, Do you like Woodstock? Um, some somewhat. I mean, the original Woodstock, not the one from the '90s. The original Woodstock. Oh, dude, that '90s one was a disaster. <laughs> I actually know somebody that went to that. Oh my god! But anyway, um, the original Woodstock. I, dude, I'm a hippie at heart. Love and peace, anti-war, all that. But um, you you're the guy in the van. You know, <laughs> dude, I'm I'm living a van down by the river, but um, <laughs> Chris Farley for you. Oh, I'm so glad you got that reference. Um, he was actually uh, he was working on a Matt Foley film before he died. Fun fact, but um, 
when it comes to music, I'm very spontaneous. Like, I think Nirvana would probably be my favorite band of all time, but that's more just because I like Kurt Cobain as a person more than anything. Um, yeah, I like a little bit of everything. I mean, I'm the kind of, and my uh, my girlfriend is huge into music. Like, we always joke around. I'm the film guy. She's the music guy. Old girl. But <laughs> do you mean do you mean like the music woman? <laughs> sure, but um, I actually got her tickets to I don't know if you remember the Motley Crew. Uh, they were doing a a tour last year. Mm-hmm. Well, well I think it was this. It was this year. Do you mean Motley Crew like Motley Crew like Kickstart My Heart Motley Crew? Yeah, Motley Crew. I think they were touring with Poison and Joan Jett. Oh, I hate Joan Jett, but um, I got her tics, tickets to that, but obviously it got postponed because of this stupid virus. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she's like a huge music fan, where I'm like the movie geek. But, yeah. When it comes to music, it's something I only really listen to it when I'm writing. Um, I find music really helpful when writing. But that's about it. Um, like I said, I'll pretty much listen to anything from the 1920s up to like the 1990s. I mean, I mean, like, um, <clears throat> I mean, I mean, like, I have you ever heard the Weird Al version of Smells Like Teen Spirit? Yes, I don't like Weird Al, but yeah, I heard it. <laughs> I love Weird Al, man. He's he's probably the inspiration of how I can make up like goofy covers for songs. Like like I like like I like. Do you know like I don't know if you know the song, but do you know "Mic Drop" by BTS? That song. <laughs> I don't even know what BTS is. No. No, no. There's a, no, they're this Korean boy band. And they and, oh, God. and they made a song called Mic Drop and I heard the song and it instantly in my head I like like I changed the chorus to first thing first thing went the one I made it like like the Black Friday edition. <laughs> and so it's so I was like first thing with the Walmart and the Sands Club and then he went down to the store and he got and he got four clubs and then he went then he went to down to subway and he got four subs because he don't play he don't play he don't play and then woo he got a new tub he got an apple fry at the fleet farm <laughs> see the thing about weird al his humor okay i have two different types of senses of humor i have a very dark offensive sense of humor and then I have, like, a really stupid sense of humor. He's more in the middle, like an elementary sense of humor that would more appeal to, like, teenagers. Mm-hmm. Whereas I... So it's, like, in the middle. So I never really found him funny. Um, I did like a few of his songs. Like, his parody of, um, I think it was eBay. And there's some, like... Uh, I like a lot of his, like, lower... like unknown stuff where like the one where he's saying about his neighbor that was funny but uh white and nerdy's good but yeah it's just like his humor 
I kind of missed it. I just never really thought he was that funny. I think it was kind of cheap, his sense of humor. But, you know, I, um, I'm i the kind of person, I make a joke out of life, and so does he, so I definitely appreciate him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, I mean, like, you gotta, you gotta find the light in that tunnel somewhere. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely appreciate what he does, because I hate mainstream stuff, so... If you ever make fun of mainstream stuff, I'm all for it. You know, it was a, it was actually funny. Um, I was speaking about this. I don't know if I'm gonna do. I don't know how I'm gonna do this, but like, when is it like, like, like you like if you did this? When is it if you like make like? Do you remember the episode of uh, the Krusty Krab Train video episode on SpongeBob? <laughs> yes, I do. Back when SpongeBob was good, yes. Yeah, what what if if you did like the DVD the DVD free channel training video and like in and you like do the the random shots at the beginning of that? Dude, 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 dude. dude. <laughs> like dude talk- I would, dude, I would totally do that. <laughs> like, that's that's like my favorite episode. I would totally do it. No, that's no, that's my favorite episode too. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm a dude. I love, yeah, I love that. Um, SpongeBob was great from seasons one through three, and the movie just completely killed it because Steven Hillenburg left. Well, now he's dead, but Steven Hillenburg left in season four, so it just became trash. I can't even watch SpongeBob anymore. It's just such trash. But season one through three was a great show. One of the greatest animated series of all time. No, I mean, I mean, like, I was just thinking, like, like, it, like, if you were to do it, it'd be like, like, if you're, like, like, if you're watching this video, we would like to say, congratulations. You're not, you're not, you're now, uh, uh, um, helping out on the one, the, on one of the biggest YouTube channels, Wink, out there. <laughs> Dude, I love when you have, like, the Krabby Patty. And you have like the announcers like dun 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 for like for two. Wait, I love that. Like I I love that's my favorite episode because it's so stupid. I love it. Like <laughs> no, no it, but but for but for you the but for but if you were to make it like the main the main the main incentive would be just the collection. <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah when you and like um when you have it zooming in on the crab patty it's just like really slow just like a disc just some stupid random disc yeah and i'm in the background <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm fuck, i'm out of breath in the in the background dude i would yeah that's that's uh, that's my kind of sense of humor, just like stupid stuff. I have a very British sense of humor, like no, Monty Python, no, where dude, it's just like no, no, I'm, no. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but but if we can make it like the like we can make like like make it like the December to dismember just for kicks and giggles and inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I actually have, I actually reviewed that like a week ago. On someone else's podcast, we all got really drunk and watched it and reviewed it. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> awful pay-per-view. It, it's 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 terrible, but it's the reason for the it, it's one it's one of those in-season things right now. 
Oh god. Yeah. He was like he was like, Yeah, you wanna do it? I'm like, Oh hell yeah, I could rant about that all day. As long as you let me show up drunk, I'll do it. <laughs> and and you and you know that there was actually a good December to December pay per view. They did one back in the day. <laughs> you know that, right? Yeah, it's like uh yeah, it's like November to remember, you know, their little monthly stuff. Yeah. No no I'm talking no, there was November to remember, but they actually did a December to dismember back in the original ECW. They just don't like to bring it up. <laughs> yeah, it's just like of all the pay per views to bring back, like let's say in two thousand six, they could have done like barely legal or you know, one of their more known pay per views. It's just like why December to dismember? Like Oh my god, what a disaster. And it's just like Vince had his dirty hands all over that. Like, he took Sabu out. Uh, I know Paul Heyman wanted CM Punk to win. And then Vince wanted Bobby Lashley, which is kind of ironic because he's black. But, you know, it uh, that pay-per-view is unfortunate. Well, I mean... Well, I mean, like, I think they, they went with the name December to Dismember because it sounded old-school ECW, and plus they wanted they wanted to give the, br- the brand, not the company, the brand its own pay-per-view. And it just never ended up being that ECW-ish style or feel that we were wanting. Yeah, well, screw that brand. Well, I mean, like, it was... Okay, it was good in the beginning. Not the, not the zombie part, but everything after that. Like <laughs> zombie, oh my god! Don't no no no! It was never good. The last time it was good was One Night Stand 2006. After that, it was trash. Well, I mean, there was some good talent that came through there. Like, like does I, am I the only one who remembers Sylvester Turkai? Uh, probably. <laughs> he was he he was good, and he was on ECW, and like the Sandman was on there, and Boz Mahoney, like like. Like, there were some good parts, but then there were some really bad parts. <laughs> the Sandman is actually my favorite ECW wrestler of all time. Um, well, I mean, I like him too yeah. because of ECW, but he was also not the greatest person in the ring, but I like him though. <laughs> Dude, I love his character. I love watching shoot interviews where he just passes out halfway through because he's drunk. Like, I, I just, I love how nonchalant the character was. He would just come through the crowd, bash a beer against his head. He doesn't give a damn about anything. And it's just like, I don't know, I could always relate to the character because it's just like he didn't take it serious. He was just, you know, he was just a personality. So if you think and, about it, if you, if you think about it, was the same man really a character or was it just him with a name on it? <laughs> Dude, no. Did you ever hear the story? This is my favorite story in the history of wrestling. Where um, I, Tommy Dreamer went on the Stone Cold podcast and he told this story where Sandman died of a drug overdose on the way to a wrestling show. Did you ever hear that story? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. So he died in the back of the van. Uh, I think it was Rhino, Bill Alfonso, it might have been some other people in the back of the van. And um, Sandman did some sort of drug, and he died in the back of the van. So they dropped him off at the hospital. Like, they just, like, dumped him off because there was drugs. So they're just like, oh, we can't get caught. We can't go to jail. Let's just throw him there and say we we found him on the side of the road or something. 
So yeah, Sandman died, and they were able to bring him back to life, and he showed up at the ECW arena with an IV, and he's like, oh yeah, let's go, I'm ready to go. So yeah, he wrestled after he he died on his way to the show. So so wait a minute, they just they so so they just threw him out on the side of the road, and someone found him, and so and somehow his life got saved that same day, and was able to wrestle the next day. <laughs> it was that same night. The same night. <laughs> yeah, it was like an hour later. He showed up with an IV. He's like, oh, they adrenaline. They stuck me with adrenaline. I'm ready to go. <laughs> like, how, like, okay, so wait, who found him and who took him to the hospital to get that done? <laughs> no, no, they basically, they dropped him off at the hospital and they yeah. lied because there was drugs all over the fucking, oh, sorry, all over the van. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we'll just say we found him because there were drugs. So they didn't want it to be questioned. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, oh, yeah, we found this guy at the side of the road. You know, you should help him. And um, so, yeah, they're like uh, the wrestlers, like uh, I think it was Rhino and Bill Afonso and stuff, they dropped him off at the hospital, but they just lied saying, oh, we found him. You know, because they didn't want to be investigated because they were all on drugs. You had to be if you were an ECW. But, um, yeah. And then he showed up like hours later with an IV back to life and he wrestled right afterwards the, the thing is is that the whole time that company was was around from the day that it died to the day that it started where was anyone paid in that company ever or was there or, uh, or were they basically... well the the checks were bounced <laughs> so i don't know um to this day i think tommy dreamer says that paul Heyman owes him like 50 grand so because if they were all working for free, how were they able to sustain any life if they were working for that company? Dude, beats me. No no, no wonder, like, Public Enemy and Mikey Whipwreck and all those guys jumped to WCW and WWF when they did so they can actually get money. Yeah, I mean, I love ECW, but it definitely had its faults. I mean, I love ECW too. I mean, and and honestly, it had faults, but like you know, I mean, like, I mean, like, but but like, I I feel bad for Tommy Dreamer, especially because he never jumped from a to that company to a different one. So I'm pretty sure if they weren't paying him, he was he he felt he felt screwed even when he won the championship because he wasn't even getting paid anymore. Because usually when you're a champion, you get paid more than everyone else. But if no one was getting paid, then that really sucked. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Paul Heyman's a con artist, but he kind of had to be. So, yeah, I, I respect Paul Heyman. I, I really do. But, yeah, that whole company, it's just, it's, that whole company is, is a flaw, but a success at the same time. But I bet you, like, the early ECW, like, 95 ECW. <laughs> yeah. Right after it got changed from, like, Eastern Championship. I think that's kind of my favorite period. Like, right when the name change happened. Man, we've been... I, man, we've been going for an hour and 30 minutes. Is that, yeah, I should probably get... I should probably get going here soon. Yeah, yeah. You have any... You have any, like, other, like... We can do, like, a speed round of questions if you want. 
Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure thing. Let's do a speed round because it's like two. I didn't realize it's like two a.m. where you are at. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm kind of a late nighter anyway. But yeah, speed round. What do you want to What do you want to ask me? Oh, I uh, oh I don't know. Um. <laughs> uh, well, you could ask a question. And we could both answer it. Yeah. So, um, um, dude, what's yeah. Yeah, it's your show, man. You want to? Yeah, I know. Yeah, speed round. Yeah. So, but um, have you ever been? Have you ever been the to Pittsburgh, and do you like it? <laughs> I've never been to Pittsburgh. It's um, oh, it's like a three or four hour drive, and I've never been there. So no. Would you Would you ever want to do like a like a retail channel where you like you go, you go like to, like how like. These people go to like old stores like Hills and Kmart and all that. Would you want to go to their to those places and just check them out and try to get inside if you can or not? Like I would go, but it's it's not something I would seek out because I'm a cheap ass. So like, I would I think if I was already there, I would totally go, but I wouldn't like seek it out just for that. I mean. If there was, like, a really cool, like, old mall there, like a mall complex, I would totally do it. I love malls. That's Wait. something that's just, like, non-existent at this point. You you wouldn't even go to a liquidation sale to buy something off the wall, like an old, like an old signage or something? Yeah, no, probably not. Because, you know, there's people who actually do that. <laughs> oh, I know there is. And your house looks, and your house looks like it needs some, needs some decoration. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm sure your house looks great. I wouldn't say great, but. Wait, are, are you saying you don't vacuum often? <laughs> we do. Yeah. They're like, are you saying, oh, you just don't vacuum often or what? <laughs> no, we vacuum. We're good. It's all good. No, no. Here's the question: how How many times a week do you actually clean your house? <laughs> uh, once or twice. Once or twice. Wait, are, you, are, you good, <laughs> are you good with the Swiffer? Do you Swiffer the top of your things every so often? Uh, dude, I, I hate doing that stuff. But yeah, I do it. <laughs> you have to do it, man. It's your house. You gotta keep I it up. Know. I know. Yeah, and, yeah. I um, I'm OCD, so yeah. Yeah, I keep that collection nice and pretty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, the collection is beautiful. <laughs> Are you in that room right now? Yes, I am. And what? It was the first. In if you if you're gonna t- if you were to tell me right now what you're staring at right now, what are you staring at right now? Oh, my laptop. I was trying to turn it on, but it died. So yeah, never mind. Um, the first thing I look at is, um, oh God, what is it? I don't know. Um, probably the WrestleMania leather anthology because it's so damn beautiful. <laughs> it glimmers in your eyesight. <laughs> it does, dude. Black and gold. I'm a sucker for black and gold. So no, yeah. <laughs> no wonder you're a Nexus fan. <laughs> oh, don't get started on that. <laughs> yeah, we're this sure. is a happy. This is a happy podcast, damn it. <laughs> it was happy for a month. <laughs> it was happy for a month until they killed him off. 
<laughs> oh god, don't yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> we should we should probably wrap it up then. Um <laughs> God. <laughs> oh man, it feel it feels so good to do time bite again, man. I haven't done an interview in month in like a month. Uh. Yeah. Yes, yeah, man. Yeah, it's always fun. Yeah, it's awesome to have you on again. I don't know when the next time will be. It probably won't be anytime soon because, like, you know, we don't want to have back-to-back-to-back-to-back episodes of just you. <laughs> yeah, because I was just doing a drunken live stream, and I just saw you on there. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, I showed up. I, w- I showed up, and I was like, you know, let's just see what he's going, what's going on with him. And then, you know, you're doing your and then you're doing your stick, and I'm like... The drunken idiot. <laughs> And and I and I sent you a super chat. <laughs> super chat. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, I appreciate it. And 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 I said, hey, get that merch. You promised the last podcast you would. <laughs> <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> you you said that last night. <laughs> I'm always broke, man. Well, you well you said well you told me in the in the live stream send me a notification next week and blah 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 blah. Yeah, oh man, that's a blur. But anyway, <laughs> no, I'll send you a notification next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, send me those DVDs. I'll review them for sure. Yeah, where where are you gonna? No, if you, no, no, I'm just saying. If looking at your thing right now, where were you put them on your shelf? Oh, let's see. Where do I have room? Um, next to the CM Punk sealed. Uh, what the hell is this? Fye exclusive DVD. So there you go. That's a pretty rare DVD. So you'd be right beside that. Oh, do you know what's funny about that? That's the same exact one I got, and I opened it, and I have the wristbands, and they're already starting to fray away because I used to wear them all the freaking time when I was in broadcasting school, and they frayed away from me wearing them so much. <laughs> yeah, dude, I have the sealed version, so there you go. And I'm pretty sure they look fresh in there, right? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Would you ever break it open and wear them? No, I'm all about the value. That's how I, I do. I I do wear the Brock Lesnar gloves every now and then. That no, that's how I am my action figures. I because I because I have a few action figures, but I never. But the ones that, that I bought at the store or I bought in the official packaging, I have never broken them open. Well, it's like um, I got the. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Undertaker Last Ride Blu-ray from the UK. Yeah. It was one of five hundred with the autograph inside it. I kept that. I kept it sealed. That thing is going to be worth thousands one day because there's only 500 made and pretty much everyone I see right now, they're opening it because they want to see the autograph. I kept mine sealed. So mine's probably one of the few that are actually still sealed at this point. Yeah, but like if it's good, yeah, but here's the thing. You say it's going to be worth thousands, but you're never going to sell it off to make thousands. So yeah, but I'm, I, uh, I like to at least know that it's worth that. (laughs) So, yeah, no. so you can lend it off. The, so when, so when the day that you don't, that you don't own it anymore, when their day comes, that the person who gets lended off to, they'll sell it off and make millions off of it. <laughs> yeah, it's more just insurance for when I die for my girlfriend, so she can survive. Oh well, let me tell you from what you have sitting behind you, which I'm pretty sure it's behind you. Um, 
with all that, it is. With all that, I'm sure. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I don't even. Oh my god, I probably have like a hundred thousand dollars sitting right behind me right now. Like it's. You could probably put, up. you could probably put Doe out business on how much you have sitting behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Owen Hart autograph alone goes for like three thousand. So yeah. I like ever just in here, just like, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're just staring up into our dreams, and we're just like, yeah, yeah. The alcohol kicked in, but um, I, I don't even drink. <laughs> you don't drink at all, never. I'm straight edge, man. I'm I'm 100 straight edge my whole life. I I used to be. Good for you, buddy. Don't don't change that. <laughs> I mean, I, I, uh, I used to be because I grew up with a not so good childhood, but yeah, it's um. Anyway, no, it's that's fine. a depressing. That's a depressing story. We don't need to get into. <laughs> hey, no, it's fine. But it, but yeah, I mean, to close off this podcast, even though we we were leaning into the we were leaning into the off into the out into the outro, but um. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, we can always talk afterwards. But um, yeah. Um, thank you everyone for listening. You can follow me on Facebook at CyberTimeBite. Follow me on Twitter at NostalgiaVant. Uh, buy all my merchandise at RedBubble.com under Crash Steven Gear, where even you know the Spork is the most powerful of them all. Um, <laughs> tell the people for the third time ever where they can find you. <laughs> All right, so at this point, I have plugged myself so many times that I'm so sick of it. So I'll tell you what. Type in the DVD Freak on Google. That should show you everything there is to be. That's all I got to say. Just... I, don't like, I don't like social media. I don't like any of that crap. Type in the DVD Freak. You will find me somewhere. I, I, no, he says, I don't like social media, but I'm on Twitter and I'm on instagram and i'm on snapchat yeah totally do you do do i use it very often no i have to force myself to use it no so i can promote my so i can promote myself hey i see i see you very so often on social media maybe not a whole lot but i see you on there (laughs) yeah i just hate the fakeness of social media but anyway i mean like if if your profile picture is going to be your 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 prized possession that's sitting behind you, then, like, why not use it? (laughs) Eh. I guess. Oh, man. Well, um, for the podcast, at least, I want to thank all of you uh, for coming here and listening, and I hope all of you have a fantastic day. Have a good one. You want to say bye? (laughs) Goodbye.